Good morning, and welcome to episode 43 of the Morning Light Show. Today, we're going to talk all about being bold and differentiate between the type of boldness that is from ego, that's too much, that's forceful and running over people, and then the type of boldness that comes from being self-confident and centered in our heart and our love for self and others. Oftentimes, it's hard to know when we need to be humble and quiet and stand back and when we need to speak up and put our foot down and be confident. So that's what I want to unravel in today's episode. Welcome to the Morning Light Show. I'm your host, Adair Cates. This show will offer you insights and inspiration to free your spirit, open your heart, and start your day off light and bright. When I sit down to think through what I'm going to talk about on the podcast every morning, I oftentimes ask my intuition, what do my podcast listeners want to hear about? And today, the only word that came up was boldness. And I kind of got a little stuck on the topic because I was like, well, where do I go with this? And I do think it is a great topic and it's something that does come up for me and for my clients and people that I encounter. It's tough to know sometimes when we need to be bold and stand our ground and be confident and unwavering and when we need to be more humble and open and trusting and even quiet And as I was pondering boldness, I looked up some quotes and I found this really great quote that I think speaks to what I want to talk to today in terms of boldness. It's by W.H. Murphy or W.H. Murray. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has a genius, power, and magic in it. And what I love about that quote is whatever you can do, begin it, or whatever you can dream, begin it. And that really speaks to the whole idea that I've talked about several times on the show of making a commitment to yourself to do something out of your comfort zone and to do that consistently, not just dabble in it, but do it consistently. It also speaks to the fact of we don't oftentimes know all the steps to getting what we want. It's the whole Martin Luther King quote of you can't necessarily see the whole staircase, but you can take the first step and you take that first step with boldness and you trust that from taking that first step, you're going to open up the genius and the power and the magic that's talked about in this quote. Well, I, I also think about bold in terms of the assessment that I use with my coaching clients because boldness is a one of the derailers or risk factors that comes up in the Hogan assessment that I use. And so I happily looked up a quote about boldness and very nervously opened my book about boldness in the Hogan. I have a high bold on the Hogan and it is something I feel like I'm always checking in on. And, and, and thinking to myself, okay, am I being 
the, am I in my magic formula for boldness? Because there are some very good things about it. There's confidence behind boldness. There's a certainty. There's an assuredness. However, according to this Hogan page, and I like cringe a little bit as I read this, there's often some entitlement in it. There can be overconfidence and there can even be something called fantasized talent. So believing that your talents are unusual and that you're super like have superpowers and are gifted. And there's a lot of things I I actually like about some of that. Um, But it is something that we have to keep in check. Are we being bold from ego or are we being bold from our hearts? Another one of the challenges with uh, being bold from ego is that we can be unwilling to give up our fight. We can hold very doggedly onto our opinion. We may not even acknowledge our own limitations. We can be very dominant to other people. So this is where there's an opportunity to say, okay, if I tend to be more bold with ego, how can I settle into being more bold with heart? And bold with heart is definitely more humble It's more open to considering others and more open to what their opinions are. So let's think about how we can be the perfect mix of bold. And this is one of those things. Everything I talk about on this show, it feels like it's a paradox. It's like I ask you to be one way, but sometimes you need to be this way. And when I'm learning more and more, as I do this work and share this work with other people is that it's going to be different for everyone and it's going to be different in every scenario. That's why it's really important to know yourself, to understand your triggers, to spend that quiet time in meditation and writing every single morning so that you really have a clear tuned in view of who you need to be in different scenarios, because it is not black and white. It's all gray area. I want us to kind of focus on the bold, the bold part of, I guess, finding the middle ground between being too bold with ego and just being too humble. We're trying to find that middle ground of all of that. And I started to reflect on what keeps us from being bold And I think there's two things that keep us from being bold. The first one is the all-powerful question, what will other people think of me? And that's probably what holds us back 99% of the time with being bold is that we're too worried about what other people will think of me. Consider a time where you bit your tongue. There was something that you really, really, really wanted to say to someone and you put it through the filter of, is this going to hurt someone or is this going to harm someone? And maybe it didn't, maybe it did. And that's good that you bit your tongue because you weren't really in your heart. But what if you bit your tongue and you think it's something that could really help someone and or be beneficial to someone? And maybe in the moment it, it stings a little bit, but in the long run would teach that person something or help them see something about themselves. So think about speaking, this goes back to speaking your truth and sharing your opinion, even when it might not be popular. So letting go of what other people think of you 
is going to help you to be the just right amount of bold in your life. And then I think the other thing that keeps us from being bold is the question, what if I fail? Yes, you're going to fail and failure is scary and failure or the fear of failure wakes us up in the middle of the night and has stopped us. I don't know how many times in our lives from doing those big, wonderful things that we want to do. And I just got to share the news. You're going to fail. You're going to fall. You're going to have difficult times. And really what matters most is your level of resilience. So fall down seven times, get up eight times. It makes you stronger. It makes you more willing to play at a bigger level the next time you move into some area that you're uncertain about. And as I was pondering this, I thought about a story from this summer. I went with a friend to the pool and we had our kids in the pool and um, we were drinking some cocktails and I made some comment like, is it okay for us to have it? And I think we had a snack on the side of the pool. It was like, is it okay for us to have our drinks in the pool and the snack on the side of the pool? And her comment to me was, oh, they'll let us know if it's not. And in that moment, I was just like, oh my gosh, like the rule that she plays by is I'm really doing what I think is good and right. And if it's not what they need me to do, they're just going to let me know. And my viewpoint was, oh my gosh, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want other people to see me and and laugh at me or think I'm not following the rules. So that was a eye-opening moment for me, kind of a, a small example there. But think about that in your own life. Are you the type of person that's just looking for the approval and for everything to be just right before you step forward? Or are you okay with being called out or making a mistake? So if humble is the opposite of bold, I want to challenge that a little bit. And actually, my viewpoint is humility is part of being bold because we are risking failure. We are risking what other people will think of us when we step forward and we're bold. So it actually requires humility and vulnerability to be bold. And the parting thought I want to leave you with today on boldness is when we are bold with heart, so when we're confident and self-assured and we're being considerate of ourselves and other people and grounded in compassion and kindness, really the foundation of all of that is self-love. And I think one way that we stop ourselves from being bold is that we actually abandon ourselves and our own beliefs. So if you will have a practice of loving yourself and telling yourself that you love yourself and being very mindful of the words that you speak to yourself all day long, it will help you to create this very strong relationship with yourself so that you do know when it's time to be bold and when it's time to speak your truth and stand up for yourself and push the limits and do big things in your life and make big decisions. You're going to going to know what that is because it's going to be grounded in your heart and it's going to be grounded in love for yourself and love for others as well. I wish for you an awesome day today. I challenge you to go out there and do something bold with heart today. Step out of your comfort zone, say what's on your mind, speak your truth and do it from your heart so that 
you can start to push through any limits that may be holding you back from being the greatest version of yourself. I look forward to connecting with you again tomorrow. That's a wrap for this episode of The Morning Light Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe and share with your loved ones. And for more insights and inspiration, check out my website at firstleadyou.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.